Okay, we're live. We're recording? Yeah, but maybe I think I should turn this off while we record. Okay, we're live. Turning off the AC? Uh-huh. All right, so we'll schwitz. <laughs> um, Cherry. Yes. Season three. Yeah, we're in season three. Why not? It's season three. <laughs> we're on anchor now. As, as we turned on the mic, Sherry, in her infinite wisdom, said, let's make this season three. Mm -hmm. So it's season three. Uh, welcome to the Hipsid Podcast, season three, uh, with me, Rabbi Simcha, and your producer, Rebitson Sherry Barkley. Shalom. Um, let's deal with the big news, uh, which is that Sherry is a mother. You have adopted an oh. animatronic monkey head That's named true. Donnie. Yep. So if you'd like to explain for the listeners okay. um, who Donnie is, yeah, so where Donnie comes from. So Donnie... Just to, just to explain right I now, Donnie mean, is a, an animatronic well, monkey head. He can he's, say currently, hello. he's currently sitting on your lap. You can say hi, Donnie. What's up? You're on the Hipset podcast. <laughs> He's mildly into it. Uh, where's Donnie from? So Donnie is from the Sharper Image, believe it or not. He's actually like a luxury electronic item. Really? Yeah. High sticker price. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it probably retailed for about $300 Seriously? back in the day. And it's an original form of AI that responds to you. And it came with a remote control that you could actually... He warms to you. He looks program. at you. He knows, he knows yes. you're his mother. Yes, he comes with four not, emotions right. that are programmable. But there's a fifth emotion, the bond of Donnie with Donnie's mother. It's true. Uh, another question. You know, we you know, reach 36 and you just start bonding with... With, with things. Um, and I know that you did not spend $300 <laughs> on a no. sharper image monkey No, head. it was 100 and You spent $100 on that? That's a good deal. Wow. Anyway, but it was funny because I actually owned Donnie in a previous life. I found... Explain. I found a broken version of him at a thrift shop in Canada when I was a teenager and I bought it. Because I loved it, even though it didn't work. But I didn't know what he—I didn't know what his true powers were. Because I had a broken version, and my parents made me get rid of it. So when I was reunited with Donnie, which also happens to be the name of the sales guy who reluctantly sold him to me in the Adirondacks, I had to have him. So season three uh, is becoming very David Lynchian. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, one more question about Donnie. Yeah. Uh, we know that uh, you um, are uh, in, a, in a mixed relationship, uh, as we've uh, spoken about on previous episodes. Ryan, the um, aforementioned... I like how aforementioned um, boy, boyfriend. The boyfriend. Yeah. Will you be raising like Donnie as a, as a Jew? Will he be observing uh, and ref and uh, you know respecting the, the yeah. holidays and the traditions? Yeah. Well, as you know, I use this podcast experience to learn more about Judaism, which is why I attended the recent holiday at Hadass Gallery oh, we're Synagogue. There. We're getting there. And uh, yeah, I feel like I need to school my son in the ways of Judaism. The ways of his, his ancestors. Yeah. Uh, just to let the listeners know that uh, Sherry is wearing a t-shirt that says Reagan Bush 
84? Yeah, it All was. Right. It's actually my boyfriend's t shirt because he likes to get ironic political shirts that don't adhere to his political beliefs. Because. Season three. That's Can we go back to season two? Okay, so we're going to bring in our guest. guest. Finally, oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna bring in the guest. Okay, by he way, looks of, like he wants to leave. Yeah, I know, I know. He looks nervous. Okay, so let, let me just give you the, the background to the guest. This mm. is this is very Lynchian. I mean, you very think season a guy three who does UFO podcast. Don't bury the. All okay, right, okay. Right. So let, 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 let's let's back up, Sherry. Okay. All right, all right. I'm I'm in my apartment, right, and I'm oh. going down the the hallway to um. Shul on Shabbos. I take I take the uh, I take the emergency exit out on the Sabbath, and I notice. Wait. S- yes. Can't you just have a goy press the I elevator could. button for you, Ryan? Okay. If he wants to, if he's available. Gotcha. Okay. So as I'm walking down the hallway, I see something that that just um, a showstopper, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, Am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? Sherry, what did I see? Your neighbor? No. On one of the doors, I notice a small mezuzah. Okay. A little, like, like think of the size of a thumbnail. I see this little mezuzah has appeared on one of the doors. Do and they my, not my have... Judah, my Judah starts going off, and suddenly I turn into Freddy Krueger. Because in my head, I'm like, how sweet, fresh meat, okay? I, as you know, I'm an outreach rabbi. It's Mm. my job. I'm out there. I'm moving and grooving with the kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, Suddenly, I spot a mezuzah, and I'm torn. What do I do? Wait, because does it matter the size or? It It was actually, no offense to the guests, we'll get into it. It was on the wrong side of the door. And I had this, I had this thought: Should I move the mezuzah? But then I, I felt like it could all be like very M at night, Shalaman, because he'll wake up and suddenly see the mezuzah has transferred to the other side. Before, now, by the way, before we end the podcast, yeah. you'll need to inspect mine because it was installed by a goy. So, um, okay, all right. Uh, this is the time, by the way, okay. before before the holidays. Okay, all right. so we, I. Before we get to before we get to the guest, mm-hmm. uh, I, I you know we've we've let's move on. So okay. I I see the mezuzah. Uh-huh. I have this image to switch it. I have this desire to switch it. I don't. I hold back. That would be a violation of someone's personal space. And I'm debating: Do I knock on? Do I get involved? Should I should I bake said neighbor a challah, a hamantash? Um, should I bring him a menorah? Should I bring over the mohel and just storm the door and start circumcising whoever's in the apartment? I don't know what to do, but we know the um, you know the, to respect someone's personal space. Uh, there is that uh, notion of uh, we don't eat where one uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking, you know what? Let's hold off for now uh, because maybe said mezuzah right has seen my bigger mezuzah and it's like a crocodile dundee situation because like that's not a knife it's like that's not a mezuzah um because i got the big one down the hallway anyway then um i see said neighbor he's in the hallway this is on another occasion and i figured this is it it's my it's my moment i got my in 
So I, I, I start chatting and I figured rather than go for the heavy prophetizing, right? Yeah. I got to go subtle and I got to be creative about it. So I say to said neighbor, you know, check me out on Instagram. We're neighbors. So then said neighbor goes off to the, you know, his apartment, friends me, follows me. I'm following back. He's stalking me. I'm stalking him. It's called creeping. It's called creeping. I'm creeping. And would you believe it, right, that said neighbor is a Jewish comedian? Whoa. He's written screenplays. He's on the stage. He's a professor. He's on the up. This guy, I'm, we're talking about the next Seth Rogen, potentially. He likes that. And um, then... It gets even more meta, season three. You ready for this, Sherry? Go ahead. Are you ready for this, Donnie? <laughs> that was me. Um, <laughs> so then I get a message on Instagram from neighbor saying that I am in pre-production on a documentary about the Jewish Catskills and the comedy of the Catskills. Would you like to be interviewed? Sherry, I wrote the book Shtick Shift. Jewish humor in the 21st century. Really? Yes. I need to read that book. Yeah, I've got plenty of copies. Okay. It wasn't, uh, you know, it's not paying the mortgage. Um, so that's it. I figured I got my in. I said to uh, I said to the neighbor, would you like to be on the Hipsid podcast? He's stalking me. I'm stalking him. So. I must feel bad. I don't have a copy of Dirty Dancing in my VHS right nobody now. Nobody puts um, Donnie in a corner. Yeah. So. Okay, so guess who tonight's guest is? Well, I know who it is. Because he's sitting on the... It's the neighbor! <laughs> so we want to welcome on the <laughs> Hipsid podcast, my neighbor... What's your name? Sam. Sam Sam Rose. He Sam Rose. He was so taken aback from the mezuzah thing that... Right, so anyway, pass the mic here to we Sam. Go. Say hello. Welcome, Sam. Hello, hello. It's actually pronounced Seth Rogen, so <laughs> that works out pretty he's well. Good. Sam Rose, I'm curious to get your version of of the events. Okay. So if you could, for the audience, right. from your perspective, yes. tell the story. Okay. I was leaving my... Well, first, let me, let me preface the mezuzah. It was uh, purchased for me by my grandmother um, at the Sephardic Temple in Los Angeles, wow. where my grandfather was a member um and because I, I was moving back she's from she's from borough park so i'm moving back to the homeland so she said you have oh. to have a mezuzah and so she got me one of the little small ones that's go that goes in your car i guess is what it is so car mezuzah. yeah so that's why it's very uh, small okay now having seen many mezuzahs on the right side on the correct side of the door i should have known so my think? apologies season three Season three, you know what? The promo pick for this episode could be you and me changing the side of the music. You know you what go. I mean? There you go. He's in. I'm in. Jerry's in. Um, okay, so. Did you see my bigger mezuzah? I have not seen your bigger mezuzah. Uh, okay. I haven't been near your door. However, prior to being in the apartment I'm in now, I was on the fourth floor. Oh. So, of, of the same building. Right. So. I was aware of you. I remember your fire dancers and keyboards and things like this. And I thought... Sherry was there for the fire dancers. They know how to have fun down there. 250 I think I paid on that. Yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, the fire dancer was single. 
Yes. Oh, it was on the mic? Yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> okay, so you knew there was some kind of Jew action going sure. on. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Loving it. Okay. Uh, Sam, let's get to origin stories. Okay. By the way, I'm smelling rose over here. This is like a Rosenschweigen. Yeah, it was. Bergenstein. It was uh, Rosenstein. There you go. Uh, until the 40s. Chewing it up. I don't know. Are we are we waiting to the end though? Did you fix the mezuzah? Or no, no, we're gonna do that tonight. This is literally, honestly, this is perhaps the first conversation we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Prior to this, it's just been me stalking Sam, Sam creepily looking at me from the fourth floor. Correct. We haven't spoken. We don't even know each other. Right. And just to get okay, let's get to origin stories. So okay. You're from California, correct? I don't know anything about you. Okay, from California. So, okay, what what's what's the origins? Uh, well, uh, my whole family's from Los Angeles. Um, but right before I was born, my parents moved up north, and I grew up in a town called Davis, California, wow. and then moved to Sacramento when I was 15 for high school. Then I went back to Davis for college because they have a university there. And then I came out to New York for grad school. Nice. Yeah. Doing what? Uh, I am currently on a leave of absence in a PhD program for anthropology focusing on archaeology. Seriously? Correct. Yes. Wow. Look at that, Cherry. Archaeology. And where does the comedy come from? Um, That's a great question. I mean, growing up, we'd take long drives and my parents would put on comedy albums and we'd watch like... Chris Rock specials and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know. It was just always something that I like had wanted to do. And so when I f- first graduated college, I, I started doing open mics here and there. And then when I moved to New York, I said, this is the place. So I started getting into it pretty seriously. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Okay. And I, I saw on your website, because, you know, um, what was the word? Not stalking. What was the word, Cherry? Creeping. I've been creeping. Yeah. So I saw on the website... Two things that, that pique my interest. Number okay. one, that, yes. that you have, like, you are pitching shows. Yeah. Content. Y- yes. Things are happening. Well, agents. Deals. No agents. Ari Gold. No agents yet, but if you know someone, let me know. I was um, with Ari Gold last night. Jeremy Piven. Great, yeah. So, how's that going? Um. Well, that is going exactly as well as it could be going at the moment. I had a couple of scripts that I wrote with uh, various partners that got tossed around different places in Hollywood and then uh, radio silence. So, uh, you know, that's how it usually goes. So I would consider that to be like a a win, I guess, for me at this point. Um, what else? I mean, I had a script that got to the semifinals in the Sundance um, episodic that's uh, competition. That's a win. Because the other thing's not really a win. No, well, it's a win for me just considering having something I've written. <laughs> Radio silence is not a win. No, no. But Sundance is a win. Semifinals. I didn't actually. T- I didn't actually win that one. Okay, so it wasn't uh, close. How that was the first script I ever wrote, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I've said this before on this podcast. Um, it's a, a well-known, uh, you know, Jewish adage that oppressed people tend to be witty. Yeah. So we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get like psychoanalyst. We're gonna get Freudian over here. Great. Um, when did you suddenly you know uh, become uh, a, a, a raconteur? Was there a moment? Um, Are you compensating? Were you bullied? If you need to cry, I was not it's season three. I was not really. Shall bullied. we pass him some uh, Kleenex? <laughs> yeah, 
I was not really bullied. Who bullied you? Uh, Steven you can Leto. talk to me. Um, <laughs> For he, me, it was Damien Feldman. I'm not bitter. Name's Damien. That should have been a giveaway. Yeah. Um, no, I wasn't really bullied that much, but I think um, I never felt like I was very smart. I never really had anything like thoughtful or insightful to say in class, so you might as well get some impact with what you do say. So jokes. Right. Um, and I remember in high school, like getting like a really, really meaty laugh from the whole class or crowd, you might say. Right. And I was like, oh, that's great. So that's sort of what I was shooting for. Social right? lubricant. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Empowerment. Yeah. And what did that feel like? You, you mentioned you started with open mics. Yeah. So what was that like? That first feeling of holding the mic, uh-huh. putting it out there. Right. Um, I was crossing over very nervous. I was very nervous at the beginning when I was first starting, I would have to like pee seven times before my set. Like I was just really, really, really scared. But then once I got on stage, it all goes away. So I'm like, I could be like, the fear. Yeah. Not not the pee. Well, it'd be embarrassing. It would be embarrassing. Hey, it's, you know, what's weird. I've also done. Uh, a little bit of stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, when you're a rabbi, it's not that different. You know, you got to entertain, you got to connect. Absolutely. And and it's it's, I I can get up and talk to like a thousand people, five hundred mm-hmm. people, a hundred people, and it's it's natural and it's empowering and, and I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's more difficult for me to have this one-on-one right now on this podcast is is more difficult. It's that emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, I find being on a stage very, very empowering. Absolutely. I I, can, I totally agree. Um, well, we're getting deep, Sherry. Yeah. I've never, I've actually never really felt uncomfortable on stage for being on stage. There might be something else that I feel uncomfortable about, but like just speaking, um, I did speech and debate and things like that. So I, I, it's always been kind of, a fine place for me to be. And your family are cheering you on? They come, they watch, they laugh? Um, they... I don't frequently do comedy on the West Coast. Um, when I do, I allow select members of my family to come watch. Um, but now that I have a website, I do have a clip up on the website so my parents can go and watch it now if they'd like. Right, you got that great joke about the cosigner. <laughs> That's right. See? Yes. I'm stalking. Yes, and that, was the, and that was the building. Right. Our building. There you go. Unbelievable. I, for the second lease, did not need the cosigner. There you go. Got, got uh, Donnie just job. turned, by the way. Um, that was weird. Okay, so uh, Rabbi Raskin, uh, just to just to just to backtrack. This this podcast is is getting uh traction. It's getting noticed. And and they are big big rabbis are listening. Is that right? Yes. I, I'm starting to to get some sense of, of fear and awe. Rabbi Raskin, chief rabbi of Brooklyn Heights, mm. sends me a text recently, 1245, listened to the podcast, loved it. Spoke to him the next day, and Rabbi Raskin said, great podcast, you're a natural, but, I mean, there's always a but. When it comes to rabbis, there's always a but. He said, but you got to end off with something practical. You got to Jew it up at the end, and you got to seal the deal. Mm-hmm. So, with that in mind, and if you remember this, Sherry, I actually said to Sam, as uh, as we met in the hallway, uh, I'm trying to sell Sam on the synagogue because we've got the synagogue. There's no excuse. 
You're on the second floor. Mm-hmm. The storefront synagogue is on the first floor. Mm-hmm. It's almost, you could drill down. Mm-hmm. You could like Shawshank Redemption right. your way into the synagogue. Yeah. Um, I clamped through a rip. Okay, you could go that way uh, to shul. It would be weird if you did. So I figured, Sherry, I got to sell Sam on, on the holidays. It happened to be that week was Tisha B'Av, which is like the saddest day of the year. It's the day, Sam, that we mourn the destruction of both temples. Mm-hmm. What can I do? It's not my, I don't make the calendar. So Sherry, I say to Sam, hey, Sam, what are you doing Saturday night? Because it's Tisha B'Av. We're mourning the destruction of both temples. It's the <laughs> beginning of World War One. It's the most calamitous day. It's the day like the, 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 the you know, the, the Holocaust, um, the, the, the embers of the Holocaust, the, 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 the flames of persecution were, were, were fanned. It's a day that we sit on the floor. There are rules, Sam. No bathing, no anointing, no relations, no food, no leather shoes. We sit there, we mourn. Sam, are you in? And you know what Sam said? I'm out. But uh, <laughs> so what I want to do, Sam, mm-hmm. is if you were me and yeah. I was you, right? Because my job as rabbi of Clinton Hill right. is to sort of reach out. You know, Chabad rabbis have the most poorly hidden, hidden agenda in the history of hidden agendas, right? We're just trying to get everyone a little more Jewy, right? You don't have to be holier than thou, uh-huh. just holier than yesterday, right? right? Few chalas. Bit of matzo ball soup. The occasional fill-in. Sherry's grabbing the mic. Oh. Well, I've been to different Chabad's, though. And I know, of course, you know, now I'm really going to sound like a shill for your synagogue. But you are the most chillest of all the Chabad's. Because I've been to Chabad's. And it's like, sometimes it's a bit weird. It's a bit much. A bit much. Yeah, you know. Like, I was at the Chabad in uh, Isla Mujeres, Mexico. Yeah, and they were charging, right? that I mean they weren't charging, but it was I don't know it was it was weird. Sometimes weird. it's weird. Yeah. All right. Well, Sam, you should free if you want to mourn the <laughs> temple. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're me and I'm you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know we're trying to spread a few chalas, occasional to fill in. Yeah. Mezuzah, right side of the door. Um, yep. Right. So I'm Sam. Right. I'm the hipster comedian trying to sell um, a screenplay. You're Rabbi Simcha. Uh huh. What would you say to me? <clears throat> I would say, hey, I have a lot of connections in Hollywood. Ah, it doesn't good. have to be true, but that's what right. I would say. Embellish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I'm Sam. Okay, start. Keep going. Um, I've got a lot of connections in Hollywood. Um, Prove it, Rabbi. I would never say that. Oh. I would never. I would take you at your word. You're oh. a rabbi. Okay, great. That's great, yeah. Rabbi. Awesome. Connections. Connections. Great. Um, we've got... Great. I got this screenplay. It's a win. That's great. Radio what's silence. It, what's it about? It's um, you know, it's about you know things. Certainly not about a young a young Jewish boy who loves country music and is trying to get a one hit wonders. It is. That's what it's about. That, yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Loving it. Walk hard. He try. Yeah. He tries to be a uh, uh, the manager. Yeah, of I'm you. You wonder. can't. You, you'll oh, be me. Don't right, be you. Sorry. I, I, you're me. I'm you. Well, it's he, about a country singer who's Jewish, <laughs> and he's trying to uh, he's trying to get a contract. Yep, Sherry, pretty much. Season three is so meta. <laughs> that was Donnie, not Sherry. Let's see. Oh, so you, me, I'm you. Uh, you can make your grandmother very proud by coming here at oh, least yes, once a month. Yes. Um, you can go back. My, home. You know, my grandmother gave me a a a, a car menorah. 
yeah. that I put on my door. Yeah. I've seen it. It's on the wrong side of the door, but hey, that's not bad. Look, I'm trying. First, first step. Trying. Um, you can finally uh, maybe learn a little bit of that Yiddish that you've been trying to learn uh, yes. if, uh, if you show up. Right. And I'm in. Uh, you're in? Great. I'm, in. I'm all in. Fantastic. Great. See that? I'll okay. see you there. Rabbi Raskin, that's how it's done. Re- reverse reverse uh, engineering. Hey, if, can, I, can I say something directly to Rabbi Raskin? Yeah. I'm there. I'm at synagogue. You got me. Rabbi Raskin's going to be loving this. That's great. He's all in. Okay. Um, now I'm going back to me. Okay. You're going back to you. You're I'm, Sam. I'm back I'm to me. Simcha. Gotcha. Uh, Sherry, something else is interesting about Sam in my creepage. I noticed Sam has a podcast. Though apparently you had a podcast. I had a podcast. Called UFOlogy. Yes. Um, tell us about the podcast. Well, um, it is a now defunct podcast, uh, a comedy podcast hosted by my friend and co-host Brian Bahi. Uh, who is now much, much, much too uh, booked on the comedy circuit to oh, like, like a Star Is Born thing over here? Oh yeah. Oh, Brian. Wow. Get, so get, he's he's Lady Gaga. Yeah. Get this name Brian Bahi in your mind because okay. it will it'll show up pretty Jerry's soon. Googling him right now. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of talked about uh, recent. He's, he's stand up. He's stand up. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yes. Jewish. No. Come on, Sam. The Goyim are taking over of it. Okay, he's, he's Native American. Okay, all right. I can't say anything. I'm get, the person who, I, you know, the person I'm doing my my documentary with, though, Jake Fromm. Jewish. I think I know Jake Fromm. You know Jake Fromm? Yes. How do you know Jake Fromm? He's from Teaneck, maybe originally. Where in? I think he's a good friend of Eric Moed's. I think I know him. He's from Pennsylvania. Maybe not. His Moving parents on. live on the Upper West Side yes. during the week. Okay. Yes. They live on the Upper West Side during the weekends. and then a very good looking guy. Very good looking guy. Yes. He's a good friend of mine. Wow. Yes. Look at that. You know Jake from? Yes. This is incredible. Six degrees of kosher bacon. Yeah. Unbelievable. This is incredible. I know Jake. Sure, he knows me. Fantastic. He's been to my place. Is that He's right? He's been more than you, and you live in the building. Well. Well, that's a little that's bit of it. sprinkling of Jew guilt. Yeah, okay, let's, get, let's get back to the UFOlogy. Yeah, it was just a it was a fun romp through the week's um, you right. know recent UFO sightings, and we would discuss what we thought in this world might be. So you alien believe in technology. UFOs? Then? It's I mean, spiritual actually. Yeah, um, I definitely don't think that humans are the only beings in the ever expanding universe. Right. Uh, do I think that they're like? showing the truth up is out there do i do i think that they're showing up in strip malls in like you know amarillo texas like maybe not oh. i don't know but uh, uh if you if you do happen to listen to the podcast just know that it is from a com uh, you know a comedy perspective the things that i'm positing there the theories that i'm positing there are for uh you know comedy purposes okay and what's been your most uh comprehensive conclusive sighting Let's have it out. I'm passing the mic to Sherry. We got, we got, by the way, two mics, and uh, Sherry is all over the UFOlogies. So, what's tell Sherry what's been your most uh, you know powerful sighting? And powerful. Sherry respond. Okay. Um, I mean, the most powerful sightings have been the ones that are caught on like uh, naval academy or not naval academy, naval uh, cameras and things like that. You know, and you get to hear like the chit chatter of the navy guys in the background and they don't know what it is and it's kind of freaky so 
anything uh, black and white with crosshairs, I'm I'm kind of in. I just got thrown into this UFO thing. I thought you were going to turn it into like a UFO thing and then go into the the relationship between Judaism and aliens. Spinoff podcast? UFO. That's what I thought. That's where I then... Yeah, it's season three. Jewophology, I love that. I don't know why I didn't think of that. You know why? Because Brian moved up. Brian moved up. He moved up. Brian he moved left up. you. Yeah. He's like Bob Streisand. Yeah. You're like Chris Christopherson in a ditch. <laughs> and he's up there on in his name is up in how does that make you feel by the way you bitter to brian no not at all you, you're supportive you're absolutely okay beautiful absolutely okay tell our me premise about the documentary. Was get, our premise was getting oh. was getting tired okay it, we we didn't need to keep okay going. fine it was done it, yeah, it, it, it right. ran its course right yes sherry are we gonna run our course no i don't think so right never we're only gonna finish this when the messiah arrives that's when that we're going all the way to the finish. We're gonna line, podcast right? till he comes. Yes, we're gonna podcast until the Messiah arrives. Nice. Then we're gonna put down the mic and go on El Al to Jerusalem. That's how this podcast is ending. I don't know if we have enough it's beer fun. for that. We're putting the fun in fundamental. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm off. I'm on. We're going everywhere here. Tell me about the documentary with Jake. Okay, so the documentary with Jake. Um, it is uh, the working title is making Aliyahaha, and. <laughs> It is. What do you think, Sherry? Okay. Are we not a fan of puns here? Oh, there's, you know, again, it's season three, so we're just jumping all over the place. Yeah. I'm going to tell a 20-second version about how I moved to Israel, I made Aliyah, but my mom's family are native Israelis, so my cousins got jealous and they would make fun of me because I got a lot of money to make Aliyah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was five grand, but Mm -hmm. for them, that's like a million dollars. And so they called it Shmaliyah. We're jumping all over the place, season three. Yeah. Just to move away from Sam for a second. So Donnie, the animatronic uh, monkey head, is perched on top. Uh, we're not right now. We're, we're recording this from from uh, Sherry's uh, headquarters over here. Uh, Donnie the the monkey is on top of of your. I don't know what this is. Uh, Toshiba uh, VHS uh, TV VCR. Um, but above Donnie is is what can only be described as a Caddyshack esque stuffed raccoon. So the question is: Is Donnie? Is there is there a jealousy amongst the Kindleach? Uh, and and do they get on? Are they friends? Is it not relevant? Can we get back to the guest here? <laughs> back to the guest. Okay, so no one puts baby in a corner. Sorry, right. Sam. I mean, we're gonna. I'm gonna need the answer. To What's that your question take, by the off, way? Off air. What's I'll, your I'll, take on on Donnie versus the raccoon? <clears throat> well, I I really do love raccoons. I find them to be incredibly cute and resourceful. Nice. Um, I got four kids, by the way. Do you babysit? Uh. I I haven't. You're down, I, you're down the hallway. It makes sense. Let me know if you need if really? you need babysitters. You have a PlayStation? No, but we are thinking about getting an N64. Is that legal? You need a license? To get oh, N64? that's a game. Yeah. I thought it was a gun. Oh no. I was getting nervous then. Oh no no no. I was like, what is this? Texas? Yeah. Okay. Nintendo N64. Oh okay, Nintendo. F- great. Yeah. I'm in. Mario all right. Party. I got a 16 year old kid. He's all over that. Oh great. Bring him on over. Okay, great. So the documentary. Yeah. Stay on target. Right. Stay on target. Um, Porkins. You know Porkins? Star Wars, stay on target. Uh, I'm not a huge Star Wars. He's a millennial. What do they know? Um, 
You know, a huge Star Wars? Okay. So the documentary, yeah. uh, uh, where are we in, in the documentary? At what stage? We're pre? We're, 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 uh, we're, we're financing? We're, we're distribution? Yeah, so we're researching oh. um, and we are, we've put up a, we've got a pitch. We're going to put up a Kickstarter and we're going to try to start outreaching to start funding it. Um, essentially, oh. the idea is that we are going back to where stand-up comedy was invented in the Catskills, Borscht Belt. Right. And as two young Jewish comedians, we are feeling as though we should make Aliyahaha to the Catskills. Nice. And um, see what's going on there. See if there's any comedy happening. See, you know, what's what's left of the Borscht Belt, right. if anything. And if not, set up a comedy kibbutz where nice. we have like... A long weekend where we have like workshops from you know comedians and uh, maybe talks and uh, and uh, lectures and things like that. Oh, um, so that's kind of the idea. And at the end of the documentary, what we're hoping to do is put on a nice classic Borschtbelt style comedy show in one of the old hotels, even though they are falling apart. Wow. Okay, so there there are still like the remnants. If you yes. go there, like like you mentioned before, you have the PhD on hold in archaeology. Mm -hmm. So you are becoming a comedic archaeologist. Exactly, you yeah. like that, right? Mm -hmm. You're like uh, Indiana um, something funny. You're like the Jackie Mason Indiana <laughs> Jones. <laughs> right. You're going back, so you can go to like the site of the Concord. And they're like falling apart, and dilapidated. Mm -hmm. There's something kind of cool about it. Yeah. Um, I I used to go to this hotel called Kutcher's, which is like the last man standing. It was uh -huh. the last of the big resorts. Yeah. And let me tell you a really cool thing. We used to go, and it was just it was literally falling apart. Uh, and but there was some there was a charm. It had a charm to it. And my wife would go nuts because it was so expensive. Mm -hmm. And we'd turn on the shower and just like 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 sludge would just come out. Like it was unbelievable. Um. And they they would have like all the you know the entertainment. So we th there was like this um, this couple doing dancing, and like teaching dancing. And and the guy was was in like a, a you know what they call like a Zimmer frame walker. Uh -huh. And I got talking to his wife who was like almost in a walker, and she was showing me photographs that they were the inspiration behind Dirty Dancing. Wow. And they're still in the cats. Isn't that cool? Amazing. So there you go. Um, yeah, that was really cool. But what's happened to the cat skills now is it's become like a sort of a, um, I guess, a Hasidic cat skills. Yeah. A cat skills, if you mm -hmm. like. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of, you know, Satma Jews, right. um, um, you know, eating uh, pizza. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I'm kind of plugged into that world. So uh, I'm in. I'm your guy, Sam. That's fantastic. I'm in. This is happening. This is, this is happening. Okay. This is great. This is. So by the way, Sam Sherry is, we're going all over the place, is also a college professor. Yeah. I, well, was. Go on. I'm on hold, you as what you happened? said. No, I did not get oh. fired. I'm on a leave of absence while I... Another win. I'm on a, yes, I'm on a leave of absence while I focus on my uh, creative pursuits. Oh. And uh, currently working at a tech company. So, really? Yeah, I'm making, making a lot more money than I was as what, a... What are you doing at the tech company? Um, I am the uh, office manager. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, do all the ordering of things... And the scheduling of things, you know. Really. I've had that job. Yeah. 
But at a tech company, it's extra cushy. It's very, very cushy. And not only do you get paid well, depending on the tech company for what it is, but if you wanted to, you could technically not buy groceries anymore. Yes. Because there are so many snacks. So many snacks. And they're healthy that you could just subsist on that Mm -hmm. if you wanted to. Yeah. And stock options. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah. By the way... I did not get hired at NYU, so public service announcement, season three, I'm looking for a job. Okay, season three, uh, we're going there. I did not say that, by the way, on the podcast. I alluded to it in the previous show. Um, Sherry had applied for a job in NYU as the tech, tech put techie, yeah. and uh, apparently you were reapplying because they'd already rejected you once, so... Uh, <laughs> They reject the, Sherry had been rejected three times, so in her infinite wisdom, went back for the same job. Um, you know what the definition of insanity is? Um, oh, oh, it was. It wasn't even an interview. It was just like, how? Oh my god, how are you doing? Yeah, and they were so excited about my studio. It was almost like they just invited me back to the studio because to the NYU because they were excited. Yeah, they're like, oh, we saw you were on Mashable. That's so cool. I mean, it is very cool to be on Mashable. I it doesn't pay the bills to be on Mashable. No. You know, what I wouldn't give to get written up in Vulture. You know, I get nothing, no no, no monetary compensation, but boy, I would love to see my face in there. Can you imagine, like, the vibe in NYU? And they're like, she's here again. What are we going to do? And they're like, just humor her. Because I'm 36 and I, like, do my own thing, so I don't have the professional resume of a 36 year old I have a professional resume of a 26 year old but you know I've, I've been watching that show younger and i'm just gonna start lying about my age it's a good idea the lost decade uh <laughs> pitch it sam the lost decade yeah. done there you go uh, i feel like this is a sitcom waiting to happen it's by the way me sam and sherry i'm in i'm in right it could be like a friend's yeah. Haverim, it would be called. Um, Seinfeld, perhaps. There you go. Okay, so you're at the tech company, and you're yeah. making guilt. Great. Yeah, really. Sam, you just sponsored uh, Kiddish, Rosh Hashanah. Sure. If this is Seinfeld, then I think I'm the Kramer. I'm the Kramer, by the way. <laughs> Sam. I think, I think if we one can, of us neighbors. We can. <laughs> that's true. I we're think, all arguing about who's the Kramer. I, I think we could all be the Kramer if we wanted to. There's there's room for three Kramers. Okay, so we're, we're, we're I'm not a Kramer. No, you're a tech. You're making money. So we're we're self de- we're self deprecating <laughs> over here. Yeah, we're being vulnerable. Yeah, and we're being millennials. We're we're we're, yep. we're working on self love. What does that even mean? Everyone's busy with self love, self care, and, and self care, yeah. and and we're being vulnerable. Yeah. Have you ever like just bombed on stage? Yeah, of course. Like, you know, and like just you want the earth to open up yeah go on um i was would you care to share that with me yeah sure and the listeners i was in and the rabbis oh boy i was in somewhere in the middle of nowhere in Virg. was this virginia or maryland i think virginia i was in somewhere in the middle of nowhere in virginia me and my friend uh jeremy were out doing some some touring of the of the that region um the DC area and we got this show that paid it was kind of out in the middle of nowhere in a bar and so we did it and there oh. was four people in the audience nice um people in their like 
50s-ish. They looked like a double date for some people. <laughs> and uh, they were not at all interested in hearing comedy whatsoever. So I just did all of my material to the space above their head to absolutely... Crickets. Yeah. Wow. But you did the whole show? I did the whole thing. Any laughs? I think there was a chuckle or two from maybe like the bartender and my friend. But uh, for the most part, nothing. Wow. It did pay though. So Okay, there you go. Not bad. So and, and which has been like, of all your sort of comedic shows, the one where you crushed, you felt like... I, I, I know when I give a talk, I feel like I can tell in the first four seconds... Yeah. I just know if it's if it's gonna crush mm-hmm. or or gonna bomb, right? Um, the one that I'm I'm thinking of right now was uh, I'm thinking Bushwick. No, it was actually in Boston. Really? Yeah, I we had done a live episode of our podcast in Boston, and uh, I hadn't been doing stand up for a while actually, so it was my first time doing stand up in like a month at, at this show, and they gave me 15 minutes. I got up. And uh, I was super nervous. I didn't even remember like any of my jokes or anything like that. And I just walked on stage and um, just did a little riff on what the guy before me did, which crushed. And then from then on, it was just like nothing but nothing but crush city. And wow. uh, that was fantastic. Do you have a small bit you could share with us? A small bit that I can share with you. Yes. Yeah, clown. <laughs> Entertain us. Sure, sure. I'm trying to think Sam? of you know something that is make me laugh. Appro- appro- well, why don't I do the uh, why don't I do the cosigner? Do it, okay. so, right, Sherry. Take the mic. So me and my girlfriend just moved into this really nice apartment. Um, it's you know way beyond my means, um, which means uh, I had to get a a cosigner. And if you know if you don't know what that is, it's someone who uh, signs the lease for you in the event that you can't pay your rent. Um. Wait. What is? How does that? How does that get joke? Like guarantor. Go? Guarantor. Yes, it's the guarantor joke. I don't even remember my my it's own okay. jokes. I'm the producer. I'm the I'm the producer. I'm here to help. Yes. Yes. Okay. Here's how the joke goes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's how the joke goes. I had to get a guarantor. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, it's someone. Let him do the joke. It's uh, you know, it's a, it's a piece of paper that says uh, someone will pay your rent if you don't ha- if you don't have the money, and that my father will never respect me. That is what a guarantor is. Now, uh, imagine father will respect him because his father's the guarantor. You get it? Now imagine that right? in front of a bunch of people just Crushed. absolutely crushing. People <laughs> were on the floor. Yeah, in Boston. The- not in Virginia. Not in Virginia. Uh, Sherry, what do you think? I got I got a little sidetracked. Well, be, as did I. Yeah. I did not deliver my joke. Do you have a joke? I think we should end this podcast with a joke. With some cat skills jokes? Yeah. I was thinking about doing a bit, right? I, I'm just... Dev- <laughs> Sometimes when I drive the kids, I think about bits I could do. When I do stand up, which I don't do, it's just in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like Sherry was talking to the monkey. So I have this whole thing where, like, you go to the the auto show. So in in the Javits Center every year they have the auto show, and it's usually around the time of Passover. Mm-hmm. So everyone's looking for things to do with the kids during Passover. So all these like Hasidic Jews 
go to the Javits Center. And it's just funny because there are all these Hasidic Jews. And they're all like, you know, I don't know, morbidly obese. And they're walking around, they're eating matzah. And they're sitting in these wildly expensive cars that like they're never going to be able to afford. And it's just funny because if you can imagine like Yoli, he's sitting in like a $600,000 Bugatti that's got two doors. The guy's got like 16 kids and he's humoring the sales staff. It's just funny. It's like a funny image. I, I'm still working on it. But I think there's something there. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Can I work that? I think Hasidic so. people at the auto show? Hilarious. Ryan, you just walked in the door. Do you think I could do a stand-up bit about Hasidic Jews at the auto show? Uh, that's pretty broad, so I certainly don't see why not. I guess it uh, would just depend on what exactly the bit is. But in, in general, I don't see any disqualifying problem with that to start with. Nice guy. Such a mensch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, Sherry, I'm getting there. Okay, so just to bring things full circle. To try um, it at the comedy show that we're going to do. Yes. We're, gonna, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're going to go on tour. I mean, we're going to do a bit about, like, we're going to do a bit about the neighbors and the thing and the mezuzah. It's going to be great. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so this is season three. Season three goes there. It goes places. It's, mm-hmm. it's Lynchian. It's 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 meta, and it works on different. It's like the Talmud. It works on different levels. Um, Rabbi Raskin, take note. Sam <laughs> Sam has has uh, officially agreed on microphone to attend uh, synagogue services. Mm-hmm. Not every week, the occasional week, mm-hmm. uh, and and Sherry by extension. By the way, Sherry made it not for Tisha B'Av, but for the breakfast. Sherry, you weren't even fasting, but you came to the breakfast. <laughs> that could be a bit, right? Um, okay, I'm not judging you. Were you fasting? Uh, no, I was not fasting. <laughs> but, you know, I, I tried to make it out. I, it was a long day, so I got there late, but there was still a couple of people hanging out. They told some fun stories about Jewish boarding school in England. It was great. And, uh, you know, whenever you want to wrap it up, I've, I've, I've got an addition to the bits. Oh, really? Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So you you uh, came. You didn't fast, but you broke the fast. Um, I respect that. I respect that, Sherry. You don't have to be holier than thou, just holier than yesterday. Okay. So we're we're gonna check your mezuzah. We're getting rid of his. We're gonna check you. We got stuff going on over here. Uh, we're gonna get rid of mine. Well, we're gonna like move it. We're just gonna move. We're gonna it. move it. We're, we're gonna, gonna check it. We're gonna move it. We're yeah. gonna check it. Got we're it. gonna give the grandmother some some joy. Yes. Some some nachos. Yes. And uh, and that's it. We're gonna connect. Everything's for a reason. Great. So that's it. Uh, so we're gonna end off by by saying, Sam, how can the listeners, the many listeners out uh-huh. there, how can we find you? Like you, there are many sort of Hollywood people. You told yeah, me to say that. Of course, I have a lot yeah. of friends in Hollywood, yes. as you know. Yes, of and, course. Uh, that can help with your career. Yeah, absolutely. If you come to the synagogue, uh-huh. um, Sam, <laughs> don't laugh. So, <laughs> Sam, how, how can my Hollywood friends? Because uh-huh. um, you know um, the Jews control the media. Of course. And and <laughs> Ryan's yeah. laughing. And the banks. Right. Uh, how, how can my friends find you, like you, swipe you, subscribe to you? Um, I am at Sam Corey Rose on Twitter and Instagram, nice. and uh, you can find me at samcoreyrose.com. There you go. All right. So we're going to close out. Episode one, season three. This will drop. From now on, we're getting organized, by the way. Every other Monday, we're dropping an episode. Monday morning. We're going to drop it Monday morning. So when you're on that morning commute every other Monday, and by the way, Sherry, there's some big news. I forgot about this. Big, big, 
I apologize, Sam, but you passed your mic. We got two mics. Pass the mic to Sherry, because this is big. Um, Sherry, I was in Postmark today in Crown Heights, Kingston Avenue. It's They're, they're like a, a shipping store. You could buy stamps. It's it's very dewy because there's a lot going on. They've got jewelry, stamps. They've got this thing called a kerchief, which is a Hasidic woman's head covering. They have, they've got like P.O. boxes in the back. Uh, you can buy, um, what's that thing we like to, you know, that squishy thing that you put like, you know, bubble wrap. You can buy bubble wrap um, and all sorts of things. And they make their own coffee. So get this. I had told them about the podcast and the the uh, one of the owners said to me, I like the show. I don't listen to the whole thing because should it, my commute's not long enough. But I think they could be down for being potential, look at Sherry's face, a potential sponsor. Okay, well, this We're joke- talking sponsorship. Right. Postmark. Okay, well, this- This time, in two weeks from now, Sherry, you could be saying, welcome to the Hipster Podcast, sponsored by Postmark. And I'll do it for a couple of stamps. And I would do that as well. Great. And I would be willing to cut out this joke that I'm about to tell. Okay, so wait, don't cut it out. Just before you, we're going we're gonna to end with Sherry, Sherry's bit, okay? So we want to thank our guest, um, Sam, Rose, you're a mensch. Thank, thank you, you, Sam. Thank you for being here. Didn't and really talk about UFOs much. We didn't talk much about Sam, uh, but thank we you. We did. We, we got a little bit. He got in there. We got it. We got stuff going on. There's a lot more. Thank you for making uh, the pilgrimage from the fourth floor of the building. You saw where the action was. And by the way, you can come to any of my parties anytime, Sam. You're They're always good welcome. Parties. They're good parties. You're in. Okay. So thank you for coming on. And hopefully uh, we will be seeing uh, a lot more of each other and we'll be bonding. Uh, so we're going to close out the podcast with Sherry doing her bit. Okay, so feel free to cut this out. No, no, no. Why, emphasis on cut, why do Jewish women like circumcised men? Cut it out. <laughs> on that bombshell, we thank Sherry for that wonderful tip. Uh, thank you, Sherry. Um <laughs> Um, don't give up your day job. Um, you don't have a day job, but don't give it up. Um, thank you for, for that wonderful, um, end to season three for this. This is me, Rabbi Simcha. Come for on, the, that was good. For, for the final podcast, because once Rabbi Raskin gets wind of that, it's over. It's lost all over. Lost our Poshmark sponsorship. It's, uh, we just lost, we just lost Postmark. Thank you. It's gone. Ryan, it's gone. Hopefully, um, anyone else will, will step up, fill the void. So this is me, Rabbi Simcha, saying shalom, Lila Tov, good night, good night. Hip said the podcast is produced and recorded by Rabbi Simcha and Sherry Barkley. Make sure to like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you.